out to Walker, Walker away to Tarp, and then it's gone on to Gagai, and Dane's gone through, Walker's there supporting, and he puts it over the line for a finals try. A couple of plays of the game, the Panthers are going to be first after this, it's been ugly, they've been far from their best, Cleary straight through. The way it's come, a long ball over the top, Katara, the trick finish. Welcome to Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Let's do the power rankings, guys. The way I'm going to do this is I'm going to read it from last place all the way up to first place, give you a quick little reasoning for each. This is going to be quite a quick one. So let's get started. Cowboys, I've got at last. I don't think, just from what I've seen from them in the past two years, I really don't think they're going to come in that strong. I know they've got recruits like Chad Townsend, um, like Peter Hiku and those guys. They've got a few new guys in there. Jermaine Tomoa Brown as well. Really good front rower. I just don't think from what I've seen from the past two years that they're going to be a real strike force or a team that you're going to think is going to have a real impact going into 2022. I've got them at last place. Is it a bit harsh? I don't know. Compared to all the other teams, I think that's just where they sit. Uh, at 15, I've got the Titans. I think from the experience of Jamal Fogarty and Ashley Taylor leaving the building, having their whole spine under the age of 25, I think it is a big loss. I think it is a big loss for their club. I mean, they have got David Fafita. They have got Tino Vasilamala-Aoi. But as I said, compared to other clubs, I do see them around that 15th mark uh, going into 2022. Is it a bit harsh? Maybe. 14, I've got the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Now, um, having them above the Titans, I mean, it was a hard one to pick, but it's where I've placed them. I think that the St. George Illawarra Dragons, they've obviously got all that young talent coming through. Tyrell Sloan, uh, Junior Amon, Jaden Sullivan, uh, plenty of new guys coming through the ranks that are playing some great footy at the moment and are the future of the club. And geez, they are really off the cuff and really, really explosive, dangerous, and talented, those new guys coming through. Tarek Sims as well. You've got an origin second rower in that comp. Does have a little bit of an experience that he will pass on to the boys. Andrew McCulloch is actually setting a standard at the club as well. He came out the other day with a quote saying that the boys have learnt from those experiences, obviously having the barbecue and other dilemmas throughout the year. The boys have learnt from those mistakes. They've come back ready to go. Um, so I think Darius and George will be a bit more powerful going into 2022 in that regard. Um, Newcastle Knights at 13. I mean, oh, I don't know. Mitchell Pierce leaving the building. It does have a few questions uh, around the club as to who they're going to sign as their new seven or six. Who, um, whether Kalen Ponga does move into the halves and they sign a fullback instead how that is all going. I know Callum Pong has come out and he said that fullback is his position, but I mean, anything can happen. Anything can happen in the offseason. Anything can happen in rugby league, and we've seen that. We've seen that over the past few years with things happening. Um, I mean, even this offseason has just been crazy for me uh, as far as signings and trades and whatnot have gone. Um, but look, New Mitchell Pierce leaving the building, that does raise a lot of questions for the Newcastle Knights. I don't see them coming in as this big powerhouse. Uh, on the upside for them, Kalen Pong, is gonna, I reckon, is going to come in and have an amazing year. Daniel and Jacob Saifidi, I reckon, are going to be unreal. 
David Clemmer, I mean, he's, he was an origin front rower a few years ago. I just don't think he's at that standard at the moment. I hope that he, you know, comes back up and, and plays some great footy in 2022. Um, there's a lot of guys in that system that makes them a final side, and they consistently make the finals year in, year out. So... I mean, they're doing something right, the Newcastle Knights. Losing the Mitchell Pierce, it does raise a lot of questions. Number 12, I've got the New Zealand Warriors. Um, I really hope the Warriors go well. They've lost a lot of guys. They've got Ashley Taylor coming in, though. Uh, they've got a few guys coming in that are uh, that I'm really interested to see in terms of new talent that's coming through around New Zealand. But, I mean, they. I think for them to have a successful year, they need to solidify a halfback. They need to get a halfback locked in. They need to sign someone or they need to get someone out of the out of the junior rugby league or reserve grade systems and they need to put them at halfback. They need to solidify their halfback um, and that halfback needs to be... Uh, I reckon they should get some invest in someone's really um, experience. Sorry, I cannot get my words out today. I think Ashley Taylor would go all right if they chucked him at the seven. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they'll do it straight away. I mean, he is signed on a train and trial deal, so we'll have to see what happens with that, with um, with Ashley Taylor. Um, it is going to be an interesting year for the Warriors if they do not solidify that halfback option, though. That's why I've got them so low on the power rankings. Number 11, I've got the West Tigers. Um, I really hope that the Tigers go well. Um, they've got a few new signings. This is why I put them a bit higher than people would think at number 11. Um, I mean, they've got Jackson Hastings coming into the building, a matured new man. Um, they've got Tyrone Peachy, who is really, really versatile. You talk about depth. He pretty much fills out every single position. Um, look, they've got plenty of guys coming into the club. They've got... Oliver Grant, I think his name is, or Oliver Gilbert. Oliver Gilbert. He's a center from the Super League, um, and he is reportedly, uh, he's apparently, he's fantastic. Apparently, he's a really good center, um, so we'll see how that signing goes. I really hope the Tigers go well. If they don't go well in 2022, they're going to go well in 2023 because they've just signed Coruscant and they've just signed um, uh, Isaiah Papali, so they're going to be unreal in 2023. Uh, I don't have them that high for 2022, higher than some people would think, but not that high, um, just purely because of the fact that they haven't got anyone that really stands out for me. At number 10, and this is a bit rough, but they've, they've lost Adam Reynolds. I just think that they won't they won't be up to scratch, and that's the South Sydney Rabbitohs. By the way, this not this is not a ladder prediction. This is purely just power rankings going into next year. But South, I've got them at 10. Um, for power rankings, it's going to be really interesting for South next year. Who they put at halfback, whether it's Blake Taff, whether it's Lachlan Ilias. One of the assistant coaches came out and said it might be Lachlan Ilias. Uh, whether Lachlan Ilias plays consistent form, I mean, it is a hard transition going from reserve grade into the NRL. So we'll see how that one goes. Um, I'm excited to see how South goes since I'm a South supporter. Oh, I'm actually upset at myself for putting them this low. Um, but it will be very interesting to see how they go. I hope they go well. But just in terms of power rankings, all the other teams in this list, I think that South do sit at the number 10 spot. Number nine, I've got the Raiders. 
Uh, I think the Raiders will have a pretty decent year. Jamal Fogarty comes into the system. He's going to link up with Jack Whiten really well. Brings a lot of experience into that club, even though he hasn't been playing much NRL. He has been playing for a long time. He's 27 years of age. He does bring that experience in the club. It's undeniable. I think that the Raiders are going to have a really good year. Adam Elliott comes into the club as well. He is a decent second row lock forward. Uh, it will be interesting to see how that signing goes. Um... It all really depends on off-field dilemmas for me. Uh, but the Raiders do sit at number nine. Number eight is the Bulldogs. I just think with all their signings, um, they've got Dufty, Addo Carr, probably two of the fastest people in the NRL. Um, Braden Burns, uh, Brett Naden, uh, Nick, Nick Kotrick still at the club, depending on where, the, where he goes for 2022. is a bit of a mystery. They've signed Isaac Loom Loom as well, who I think is going to be a really underrated one on that edge. Definitely not one of the best signings, but, you know, he does bring a lot to that club. I think he's a really fantastic winger, whether he is in reserve grade or whether he is playing consistent starting NRL first grade football. Um, they've got amazing signings. Tavita Pangai Jr. comes into the club. He is going to be unreal. That back end of the season, he played for Penrith. He was sensational. So I think he's going to be amazing for the Bulldogs. Um, and it's it's exactly like the Tigers. If they don't go well in 2022, they're definitely going to go well in 2023. They've got Reid Mahoney coming to the club. And they've got Viliami Kikau coming into that club reportedly. So big signings there, I think. Bulldogs are actually in for a big year this year and for 2023 as well. Uh, and they'll definitely be one to watch. But for power rankings, I have got them at number eight. At number seven, I've got Parramatta. Parramatta look really, really good. Uh, at, just at the end of that, at the end of the season, that game against Newcastle really said something. In fact, that game against Penrith, where they almost won the game against Penrith, that said something. That said that Parramatta still have a bit of fire in the belly and they know when to turn it on in the big moments. I cannot wait to see Parramatta in 2022. It's going to be very interesting to see. I really do hope they keep all their players. They've obviously got Junior Paulo up contract. Reid Mahoney's gone off to the Bulldogs. Isaiah Papaletti's gone off to the Tigers. I mean, it is going to be tough goings for the Parramatta Eels. I just hope that they get enough of their um, of their talent signed and their leaders signed so they can still be a very successful club. I think they've got Sam Verrills coming into the club as well, depending on if Brandon Smith goes there, which it does seem very likely. And it is reported that Brandon Smith will be signing for 2023 onwards with the with the Chooks. So uh, Sam Verrills could be coming over to Paramount in 2023. Talking about 2022 though, uh, just with the players they've got, they've still got Reed Mahoney and Isaiah Papali'i in there currently. I think they do have a bit of fire in the belly, depending on Reed Mahoney's injury run, depending on if Mitchell Pierce can replicate the form that he had at the back end of the season in 2021. I think 2022 Parramatta are going to be quite good. Uh, I've got them at number seven. Number six, I've got the Manly Seagulls. If Tom Trevojevic can replicate the 2021 season that he had, which was just unbelievable. Daly Cherry Evans and Kieran Foran, if they really turn out to be the best halves pairing they can be, uh, especially from what they were a few years ago. Uh, Manly is going to be a really powerful side coming into 2022. Uh, and they showed us that they are a final side. Um, I just think I think when it comes to versing the, the top eight teams, they do tend to struggle a bit. Uh, if they can get that sorted and if they get that confidence, I reckon they're going to be a force to be reckoned with Manly. I've got them at number six. Number five, the Sharks. I think with Dale Finucane coming into the club, 
the strike power that Sharks already have. Nearly made beating the Melbourne Storm in that game just before the final series. Um, look, Sharks are definitely going to have a lot more strike power. Nico Hines and Dalfinukin coming into the club. Dalfinukin's going to bring that leadership. He's going to set a standard at that club. He usually trains the house down, I hear, to the point where trainers actually have to tell him to stop um, because he somewhat overtrains. Uh, and then you've got Nico Hines, who is just pure X-Factor. Cam McInnes as well coming into the club. You talk about that leadership. He's definitely leadership uh, through and through. It is going to be a big year for the Cronulla Sharks. I've got them at number five. At number four, I've got the Brisbane Broncos. I reckon the Broncos are going to go really well in 2022, if not a top five, a top eight to top four spot. I've got them a smoky for the top four. Adam Reynolds, Kurt Capewell, who is one of the best defensive back rowers in the comp. I mean, they've, their signings are so good. And then you got already there, Payne Haas, Patrick Carrigan, uh, Tessie New, Jermaine Asako, um, Selwyn Cobbo. These guys, are, I mean, it is going to be a really good year for the Brisbane Broncos in 2022. I am tipping them to be a smoky for the top eight, if not the top four. At number three, I've got the Melbourne Storm. Now, the top three here, I think, are going to be top three for the ladder as well. As I said, this is not an NRL ladder prediction. This is a power rankings uh, prediction. This is the pe- teams purely based off what, how, uh, which team is going to come in with the most power in 2022 and which team is going to come in with the least uh, predicted. Uh, but the top three here is pretty similar to the NRL ladder. At three, I've got the Melbourne Storm. I think that the Storm really have something to prove. They lost to Penrith in that big game um, to get into the grand final, which is a shock to us all, but they did. So the Storm are really going to come in in 2022 and have an awesome year. Um, it is going to be really interesting to see. Uh, I really hope that the Storm have a big year. I mean, it is awesome to see the Storm and the things they do over at that club. Um, so they've got them at number three. Number two, I've got the Sydney Roosters. I think that they are going to be an absolute powerhouse when guys like Luke Keary, Lindsay Collins, and all those guys come back. Uh, Connor Watson comes into the club as well, uh, depending on where he's playing. If Brandon Smith comes to the club a year early or if he comes there in 2023, it is going to be really interesting for the Sydney Roosters. But just with the guys that are coming back, um, with the guys that played last year, Tedesco and, and Manu were sensational. I mean, the Roosters are going to be a force to be reckoned with in 2022. And I do have them as a smoky for the grand final. And then number one, I've got the Penrith Panthers. I just think they're too good. Um, they they can consistently beat the top teams. They even beat the Melbourne Storm. So I've got them number one coming in to next year with all the power. I'm really confused as to how they lost Apisai Coruscant. Um it was a strange one for me. I, I did not expect Appy to be leaving the Penrith Panthers since he suits Nathan Cleary so well. Uh, but talking about 2022, though, I do think they are a force to be reckoned with Penrith. Uh, and they are just so hard to beat when they're having a good day on the field. There you go, guys. There are the power rankings. I'll read them out in order for you. Number one, Penrith Panthers. Number two, Sydney Roosters. Number three, Melbourne Storm. Number four, Brisbane Broncos. Number five, Cronulla Sharks. Number six, Manly. Number seven, Para. Number eight, Bulldogs. Number nine, Raiders. Number 10, South. Number 11, Tigers. Number 12, Warriors. Number 13, Newcastle. 14, St. George. 15, Titans. And 16, 
the North Queensland Cowboys. Thank you for choosing Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. Recommend this podcast to a friend, and I'll see you guys in the next one.